What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Atlas Fitcast. I am your host, Andy Hayes. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in the St. Louis area. And uh, the Atlas Fitcast has uh, been going for uh, a little over a year. It took some time off uh, earlier in 2020, but now the, uh, the podcast is back where it had historically been a little bit longer episodes of 20 plus minutes. But the last two episodes, including this one, have been shorter form uh, episodes where I call them a bit of fit and where I am answering some questions or some topics or just just discussing it in a shorter uh, eight minute or less episode. So this episode is going to be on a rule that I've set up within my strength training programming for myself and a lot of my clients and it is called the double rule. And the double rule refers to the fact that I program twice as many pulls as I do pushes. And the reason why I do this is uh, pulls refer to pretty much upper back exercises and pushes refer to more so uh, shoulder and chest exercises. And the reason why I program twice as many pulls as I do pushes uh, or double the amount is because the upper back needs a lot more volume. Uh, It is a postural muscle group. It uh, helps us with good posture. It also, that's just the way that it does indeed like to be trained. That's just the way the muscle groups in the upper back have been designed. So what this might look like in terms of programming, if the main sets of say like a bench press is five by five and you're doing five sets of heavy bench press each five reps, then I would just double that and I would do, uh, so that's 25 total reps for chest. I the, the exercise that is kind of paired with it or might, might, might be auxiliary later is going to be five sets of 10. So five by 10 equals 50. So that's the 50 repetitions for the upper back in terms of, of total volume in regards or in relationship to the chest. And this generally just works really well. Um, if you're not doing this already, uh, I, I would suggest trying this out and just seeing if you uh, feel any different or see any improvements. It's it's also going to help with uh, hypertrophy or muscle building of the upper back, which is going to be great for kind of surrounding the shoulder capsule with just some extra muscle and it's going to make it more stable and your, your presses are going to, thank you for it, your, your, your presses are going to go up in uh, progression and weight and you're gonna be able to do more because you have a stronger base to press off of. And then I like to go a step further and just as a general rule, I like to do double the amount of horizontal rows as I do lat pull or chin up or 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 a pull up variation. So any type of row that you could do, a TRX row, a dumbbell row, a cable row, double the amount of rows that you do of of your of your lats uh, lat pull downs chin-ups pull-ups things like that that's just uh the reason for that is because the the lats also help with internal rotation of the shoulder and that's the same thing that the chest already does so to kind of counteract 
that internal rotation of the shoulder, which kind of makes you look like you have bad posture. Your shoulders, your shoulders slope forward. You just do more upper back horizontal rows to help with posture. And then also the muscle gains from that are also going to be good for you as well. And then I use the double rule as well as for the lower body. And it's a great idea to do twice the amount of deadlifts or hinging, I should say, as you do squatting. And the reason for this is uh, the squats are great. They're very functional. I'm, I'm not I'm not saying squats are bad, but uh, a squat is where you are almost performing that same uh, exercise or movement where you are sitting and then standing up, and that's where your hips kind of drop towards the ground and come up. You have a you have a good knee bend, hips bend quite a bit, but then with the deadlift, it's primarily a hip based movement, and I think it's really great to work your hips a lot more than your knees, and the hips can be worked to a more significant amount by doing more deadlifts. And this is going to help you use your hamstrings and your glutes more. They're going to be they're going to become a little bit more dominant than say your quadriceps, which is what extends your knee. And unfortunately, most people are are knee dominant whenever they perform leg exercises, which is why a lot of people start to experience knee pain when they are heavy strength training all the time. So a way that you can kind of fix this is by doing double the amount of hinging deadlifts as you do your your squats. And then just like the upper body, I take the rule of I like to do double the amount of, of Romanian or stiff leg deadlifts as I do traditional deadlifts. This is just helping you use your hips way more. You're going to have to go way lighter than your knees. And you can even put into this category um, hip raises, uh, hip bridges, and also kettlebell swings. These are all kind of versions of hinging that you can uh, to add up your volume on for your for your leg training. So doubling up the amount of deadlifts that you do relative to your squats, and then doubling the amount of uh, strict hip movements like Romanian deadlifts, also known as RDLs, stiff-legged deadlifts kettlebell swings, things like that, uh, then you do your traditional deadlifts, that would be amazing too. So that's the double rule. And maybe you can take this, jot that information down, get a little bit out of it whenever you are programming your strength training, the next uh, program cycle comes around and I, I think it would be good for you. So that's all I have for you today. That's less than eight minutes. I feel good about it. And just remember, if it is important to you, you will find a solution. If it's not, you'll find an excuse. Until next time, see y'all later. Peace.